Well, 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 good morning. Turn to your neighbor and say good morning. No, 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 no. Come on. Tell them, say good morning. I mean, you know, it's a good morning. It's a great day to be alive. And and listen, if if you can't get excited, then just get some of my excitement. Amen? So here's the deal. Um, God has been moving in a new way. God has been doing things differently. All right? We are looking at it and we're going, okay, God, how would, how does that work? How does that fit? I appreciate the word this morning because sometimes, Rita, it's almost like we don't, we don't know how to get into that new. You know, we want to talk a little bit about that today, but if you got your Bibles, just turn with me. I'm going to, I'm going to start off with, uh, uh, our normal scripture here seems to be for the last few months, um, in Isaiah 43, but I'm going to go to 42 first. I think, don't, do I have Isaiah 42 before that one? Keep going, go up, go up, go up, go up. There we go, right here. I Let's read this together. Ready? Read. Now I declare new things. Before they spring forth, I proclaim to you. Listen, the prophetic words across not only this nation, but the nations of the world are that God is doing something new. God is doing something new. God is doing something new. So you ever begin to think and say, well, God, you're doing something new, but is it new to God? Because it can be new to us, and it can be a different way, or it can be something. But you know, like God, you know, you know, you're all knowing. You're all, you know, all these things. And is it new? And 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 if it's if it's new to us, then then are we able to understand it? Are we able to perceive it? Are we able to get in it? So for for the past few months, we've been talking about um, the new things that God is doing, and we've been talking about a new era. Say new era. This is not just a new season. This is not just running for three months and then it's over and now you're into another new season. This is a new era. It is a new time frame. And it is going to be for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years that God is doing something new. But here's the thing. If you can't see it, if you can't perceive it, you're going to miss out on it. Can I get an amen? And you know what? There are new things that God is doing, and sometimes Tennille will catch it. You know what I mean? And she's got it. Or Shorty will he'll, he'll talk about the new thing that God is doing. You know what I mean? Or or, or your David might see there. there's a new thing, and this is a new thing that's happening in my life. And all these different things that are taking place, and, and all of a sudden we, we're missing out on it. I want us to begin to be able to have spiritual eyes to be able to see I want us to be able to have a heart that can begin to now begin to discern the new things that God is doing. How many of y'all have Facebook? You raise your hand. How many of y'all have a phone on you right now? All right. Can you go on Facebook right now, this moment, and tell people or take a little video and say, I'm at church today learning about a new thing? Go ahead. We're going to wait. I'm serious. They're like, you're giving me the permission to go on Facebook now during during church service? I might as well give you permission because you probably will anyway. <laughs> it's a new thing. While you guys are going on and uploading something on Facebook, I want you to know that I have finally stepped into the new thing. Amen? So back in January, I had this word from the Lord, and it was going to be about communication, that I was going to try to increase my communication. My one word was communication. 
And I was like, okay. And I'm telling you, from January until now, I have been dragging my feet. I've been like a little child. I have not wanted to learn some of those things. I've not wanted to step into some of those things. But the other day, I finally said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to step out on that deal. And some of you, thank you for your response because you were like, yes, yes, I'm going to be on. It's a sign, wonder, and miracle. Amen? But I, you know what? The thing about it is, if it's got to be about a new thing, and we are into a new era. So pray for me because I'm on this learning curve. You know, I even did a video yesterday and I was like, how do I get this on to Facebook? And I talked to two or three different people and how do I make this better? And, and how can I put, you know, words across the bottom and do all those different things? But I had one person that said, you know what? I'm looking forward to being encouraged. Give me some encouragement. So what about the person next to you? Don't they need some encouragement today? Tell them, say, God's doing a new thing. Tell the person next to you, God is doing a new thing. And I'm telling you, we've got to begin to see it. We've got to begin to look at it. We've got to begin to begin to perceive it. Listen, in a moment of time, in a moment of time, all of a sudden, something in your, in your life can begin to shift and change. And now all of a sudden, we're looking at that and we're seeing about that. All of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. It's happening. Let's look at Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. It says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. This is a word for somebody this morning. Don't be going over old history. It's time to step out of that former thing into the new thing. So don't go over old history. Be alert. Be present. This is from the Message Bible, by the way. I am about to do something brand new. Say brand new. I don't know about you. I'm going to talk to this section over here. Those guys aren't listening over there anyway. They, are, they aren't hearing about a new thing. But how many of y'all would like a new car? Yeah, just uh, four or five of them. Okay, all right, good. He was like, wait a minute, I think I'll get my hand up. Maybe what's he giving out today? But there's something new. There's got to be something new. So let me ask you a question. This says God is doing something brand new. How many of you like to have a brand new car? Okay, there was a few of that would like to have a new car, like to have a brand new car. Do you know a new car to you, it's, it's new because you didn't have it before. Or it's new because all of a sudden you're looking at it and going, man, before I had to walk, now I get to ride, right? I get to ride now before I had to walk. So I want to be able to see God doing something new. You've got to begin to see it. I could tell you you got a new car, but unless you see it, you're really not going to get excited. You'll get excited with me for a few minutes, and you go, yes, I got a new car. I got a new car. Oh, got something brand new coming, right? Got something brand new? And then what about if you don't see it? If you walked out into that parking lot out there and saw that, what would you do? It's like, wait a minute, this is, this is my, there you go. You'd have to get in it. You know what I mean? I'd say, give me the keys. Uh, how about a title? Have I got a title for this thing? Because you can tell me it's my car, but do I have a title for that thing? So I want something new, and I want something something brand new. But the thing of it is, is you're going to have to be able to see it. You're going to be able to have to see it. Some people say, this is going to mess you religious people up. Some people say that you got to see it in the spiritual realm before you can have it. I'm here to tell you, in my experience, there are things that I saw in the spirit 
then manifested. But there's some stuff that is in the spirit that came to me that I didn't see it. I didn't know where it came from. I didn't know how it happened. It was just like I looked over my shoulder and there it was. And it was like, you know, so there it is. So that will kind of mess you up a little bit because I got it and I didn't even really see it until all of a sudden I received it. Say, I receive it. I want to be able to receive those things, those those little things that God sneaks up on you. And he does something. And it's like, oh, this is so awesome. You are here today. The first time she works on Sundays. Amen. So she's here today. And she was like, this has been the first time in a long time. So let's give Cheryl a, a hand clap of praise. This is like, she was like, I'm feeling good. You feeling brand new. You looking brand new. It's, it's a brand new time, you know. And, and that's the great thing about it is because we got to begin to step into this new thing that God's doing. But in order for you to step in it, you're going to have to let go of some old history. Oh, come on. You're going to have to put some of those things down that have held you into bondage for many years. And he goes on and says, I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. I love this version of it. You know, it's just bursting out. I mean, it's like, it's over here. All I know is that my yard, I have a beautiful yard. I love my yard. I didn't have but but one type of grass in it. But now this year, all of a sudden, there's other types of grass bursting out on my yard. Now, I, I don't like that grass. It doesn't look good. It doesn't go good. But it's bursting out all over the place. You know what I mean? I'm like, wait a minute. You're not supposed to be here. Wait a minute. You're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be here. So the new thing that's happening in my yard is is not a new thing, but it's an old thing, but it's new to my yard, and, and it's bursting out. So I use that as an example of things that are going to begin to all of a sudden be there when you didn't realize that there was provision and there it is and when you didn't realize that there was hope oh come on somebody and you didn't have hope before and now all of a sudden you're having hope and it wasn't hope deferred because that makes the heart sick it's hope that all of a sudden you can begin to have faith right on that hope and you can be declare and decree a thing and all of a sudden it's going to come it's going to begin to show up and it's going to be there it is it's bursting out there it is it's beginning to show it up there it is 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 it's coming it's it's on the way it's on the way and there's something inside me today that I don't understand what it is and maybe it was the baptism and being able to lead somebody to the Lord from a total different language and a total different way but I'm saying God you've got a way to do something even though it's not the norm in our thought process even though you've got a way to connect people and to connect ministries and to connect things together and all of a sudden to form something that wasn't formed before and God has got a way and he's got a way not only for you but also for your family your friends your neighbors Neighbors, your workers, co-workers, God's got a way. Somebody say God's got a way. It's a, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. It's not a recycled thing. It's a new thing. There are some things that are being recycled and they come out new. Are you with me? I mean, you can take the, you can work body work on a car and you can get that rust out of there and you can make that thing look brand new. But we have got to have the eyes to be able to see it. Do you know last week and the week before we talked about surrendering of the Lord and we talked about Lana Valzer's prophetic word and some of you have that. But um, there's a couple things that I want to point out when I finish the scripture. Don't you see it? There it is. I am making a way through the desert. 
through a dry place. Remember, Israel was coming out of bondage, right? They were in exile. And God was prophesying through Isaiah and saying, even though it's a dry land, Chris, God's saying, I am going to bring that through. There's a dry land that's there. It's a desert. You go out to Arizona, man. You travel along there. We were coming back from Arizona, and there was a sign on the road that it said, turn your air conditioner off for the next 10 miles. And we were like, what? It's 108. Why am I turning my air conditioner off? Well, they know that it gets so hot that even at 108, if you continue with your car, your car will overheat. So we had to turn the air conditioner off for a certain stretch in order to get to that place where we could turn it back on and still have cool air on the rest of our our ride. So God is making a way through the desert land. And if it was dry, 108 in Arizona, how many of you know God's going to make a way through what that desert land that you have and that you're dealing with today. God's got a way. Say, God's got a way. Okay, so real quickly, he says, I'm making a road through the desert. I'm making rivers through the badlands. In other words, he's, you may have enemies, but how many of you know God can deal with your enemies? God can deal with your enemies. So Lana Valzer wasn't the only prophet in the land that began to start talking about the new things. But we, I, we had talked about the pathway into the new things the last couple of weeks. And, um, and I just want to review just a moment on some things she, she prophesied about being new. Listen to this. She says, I'm about to do a new thing. This was in that prophetic word. A new level of surrender. A new level of surrender to trust in his ways. A new level. Say new level. She goes on and she talks about positioning into the new to give God the freedom to be God in our lives. Will you do that today? Will you give God the God, the freedom to be God in your life? Only a lot of times we only allow God the freedom to do it the way we want it done. Hello? It's like, oh, God, you have the freedom to do it this way, but I think you should, you know, do this and then this and then this. And God wants to do it in a different way. I'm just saying, God, you have the freedom to do this. Do it. Amen? And we've got to say, God, you've got the freedom. He's got the, the way to set certain things. And I deal with sugar. I've shared with you about that addiction and bondage that I have. He's got a way to deal with that, that I think maybe you should do it this way, or I can read books and they should do it this way, or you should have three steps to getting set free from an addiction or a bondage. And God can do something exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. And he could do it in a moment. He could do it in a second, a nanosecond. He can be begin to do those things, or there may be some difficulty as you're struggling through something that you're like, okay, God, you're in the midst of what's going on. How many of you know God wants to be involved in your situation? And she talked about a new level of surrender. She talked about a new trusting of his way. She talked about, in this prophetic word, she talked about a new position. She talked about a completely new season. How about a new era? To me, that's a completely new season. It's not just one recycled or one that we're going to do and play it again, Sam. Let's play it again. Have I, have I taken a breath yet? I don't think I've taken a breath yet. Turn to your neighbor and say, get ready. Turn to your other name and say, get ready. She talks about a new position in the palace. A new thing that God is doing. She talks about the new that is on you. 
I was like, oh, that rhymes. I'm a master rhymer. I like the new that's on you, right? There's new that's on you. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's some new on you. There's a new on you. There's some new stuff on you. There, there's a new. There's a new that's coming on you. She talks about a new that's on you. Positioning you in new places that you have never imagined. I can only imagine. Is there places that you've not ever imagined? And then is there places that you all of a sudden are going to begin to see that these new places, these new things can begin to take place? She talks about a new level of breakthrough, a new level of freedom, a new positioning. And she talks about a new abundant life. I mean, this is our father talking about, I got a new abundant life for you. I'm like, bring it on, dad. Bring it on. What I got to do? I want to do it. I want to do it. I'll, I'll clean the garage. I'll, I'll wash the cars. I'll vacuum out the, you know, I mean, it's those things. I'll, I'll do, I'll mow the lawn. I'll trim the edges. I'll trim the bushes. I'll, whatever I got to do, I got to do. But it's not about the struggle that we have to go through. God's wanting to bring us to a new place of rest. That when whatever we do, it's kind of like you ever seen the old water pump that, you know, years ago we were kids in an upstate New York. And I, when I grew up and they were like, you know, go get some water for the for the horses. And, and you, you, you had this water pump in this trough and, and you had to pump it. Well, my brother would always go here. You go first. You know why? You know why, right? Because I'm over there going like this, right? And then all of a sudden I'm the one priming the pump and he's like, I got this. And then he gets over there and he starts pumping it and all of a sudden he hits water. And it starts flowing out. I think there's a time where us as Christians, as believers in this new time, in this new season, that we're doing like this and we're just like, I'm not doing that. I'm, on, I'm just going to wait until I get it primed. And all of a sudden it's going to begin to start flowing out. Are you ready for some new things? I'm telling you, God is connecting. He's doing those connectings and he's doing it in a supernatural way. But you got to see it. You got to look at it and go, oh, oh. Ooh, 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 there's a new connection there. There's something new that God's doing. She also talked about awakening of a new day. Not only God was doing a new thing and for us to surrender, but she also talked about awakening a new day. And Jesse, in that prophetic word, it said a double portion of the new is on you. Double portion. Um, look, if you don't want the double portion... Just let me know. I'll take the double portion of the new that's on you. I'll take one of the, if you only want one and not two, just let me know. I'll take that other two. I'm, you know, like, I'm not being greedy. No, I want, I want, I want what God wants and I want what God wants and he wants some new things. He wants some fresh things for you. A couple more things. I want to get to a scripture. It says a new season, say a new season. She finishes up this prophetic word with a new joy filled day that we're operating and beginning to step into a new joy-filled day. Now, I want to encourage you. Um, I think I looked up, Mike, what's the next slide there? I think I looked up and, and gave you the definition. This is a Greek definition of the word new. I used the Merriam-Webster definition and gave you about eight different definitions of the word new. This is the one I want you to focus on. Say fresh. Man, anybody like some fresh bread? You know, I was like, you know, been on a mission trip. Bobby's going on a mission trip. Guys, read his letters, support that mission trip. Be part of that. Start praying. Bobby, I'd like to be able to get with the intercessors and let's get get them together and have you come together and them have the specific time where they're praying for you uh, specifically even when you get over there. But let's put that together. Somebody say fresh. 
So I went to Africa. I went to Africa to Ivory Coast, Côte d'Ivoire. Bonjour, monsieur. They speak French there in the, in the French colony in, in the Ivory Coast. And the, the food, how many of you know that on, on missions trips, sometimes they're like, you need to eat the food. Look, there was some food I couldn't eat. Look, I, I, I'm, I don't want to offend anybody. I'm telling you, I have a very um, narrow diet now. <laughs> Meaning I don't have a lot of, you know, I don't have a lot of different foods that I like. I'm pretty much, you know, simple food. And there was some foods that I just, I just couldn't eat. And I looked at it and it looked like mucus and I was not eating the mucus stuff. And I'm like, guys, I don't think I can eat this stuff. But you know what they always had? They always had fresh bread and butter. And how many of you know, I can go anywhere if you give me fresh bread. Now, I'm just telling you, that's not just physical, but that's the manna from heaven because Jesus is the fresh bread. Come on, somebody. He is the bread that comes out out of heaven. They, they, they might have gotten uh, manna in the past, but now it's Jesus Christ that we need to have. So when we break bread, we're breaking the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. When we butter the bread and eat the bread, and you know, I like me some bread. And I've had to adjust that in my diet, by the way. But I, I like bread. But if they had fresh bread, I was fine. So we would go to places and we would we would have dinner. And but it was always like if they got bread and they got butter and bread and butter and bread and butter. And I don't go to Israel. When I went to Israel, I kept asking for butter, and the and the the waiter never brought me butter. Do you know why, Jackie? Yeah, it was kosher. They aren't going to bring me butter, Eric. You know what I mean? But I was, I was like, I'm gonna, I just need some, I need some butter. I need some butter. And then finally our tour guide, I asked him, I said, look, I said, I, I've asked him for some, some butter to go with my bread. And he said, oh, no, no. Ask for margarine. <laughs> Ask for margarine. And I'm like, why? It was like kosher. I'm, what was I thinking? You know? So I understood that. I need fresh bread. The word new is fresh. Say fresh. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're looking fresh. Yeah, you're looking fresh. Yeah, you're looking fresh. You're looking fresh. We're, we, we've, got, we've got a fresh word. Now, every time we open the Bible, oh, man, it should be fresh. And, and there are times. There are times as a pastor that I've opened the word, and it was almost like stale. But how many of you know it was my problem, not God's problem, because this word is alive and active? Come on. This word right here was a, it took over 40 writers to write this word. This is the living word. Say living word. And that means it's alive and active. It'll do what it's supposed to do. It, it can divide things that you aren't sure how to divide. Is this of God? Is that not of God? It will divide the word. will be able to divide this and say, this is holy and this is not holy. And it will be able to help you do those things. This word itself was 1,500 years in the making. Come on, somebody. Three different languages, three different continents. It was this word is the word that's going to make a difference in your life. Somebody say living word. Okay, let me give you a scripture real quick, but we want to talk about the fresh because I want to get someplace. 2 Corinthians 5.17. If you got your Bible, turn there. Uh, if you got your phone, you're welcome to look it up. Get on the Bible app and look it up. But he says, if therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things pass away. Behold, the new things have come. Look at the word new on that. Look at the word new. A new creature. Say new creature. Shelly made a comment earlier, and I don't know how many of you caught it, but her comment was, when you come to know Christ, 
some things should change in your life. Hello? When you get married, some things should change in your life. Right? Man, I had buddies, man, and they were they were single, and they were buddies, and they were partying, and they were doing everything else, and they were like, man, I got married, and she just kind of doesn't like that. I'm like, why'd you get married? Are you with me? Hello? And they thought, well, I, I thought it would just be the same. I'm like, it's not going to be the same. It's not supposed to be the same. <laughs> it's supposed to be different because you're in a new place. So he talks about when you come to Christ, that you are a new creature, that there's things that have to change, need to change. Now, there may be some godly traits that you have. That, that's wonderful. You keep those godly traits, amen? And then you continue to grow on those things that are ungodly and bring them under the subjection of the Lord Jesus Christ. You continue to renew your mind. He says the old things have passed away. Does this sound like Isaiah 43, 18 or 19? Does this sound like it? It's like the old things are passing away. It's like quit going over the old history. The old things are passing away. And then guess what? All of a sudden, behold, new things are coming. There are some new things coming. And I'm going to declare and decree and to prophesy over you today that there are some new things that are coming. Oh, come on, somebody. It's not just a recycled uh, set pair of blue jeans. God's got some new jeans for you coming. Have you ever heard about the jeans that are dirty? now they actually are made to look like they're dirty jeans you see you've seen them you, you can go online google it not now you're already on facebook and stuff no not now i know that they have jeans that are dirt you can actually buy them and i don't know i think i read a deal neil and it was like four hundred dollars or something for these jeans that look like you've been out in the oil field i'm just telling you oil field guys save your jeans you can give some real authentic looking jeans for four or five hundred dollars, you know. Put that on Facebook and sell that bad boy. And it's like, you know, I got these jeans from the oil field. They even got oil and grease and dirt and grime. But for five hundred and ninety-five dollars, you can get those jeans, amen. A pair of thirty-twos by thirty-two, you know, you can get them. So, you know, that those things that are there, there is new things. Say new things. When he's talking about new things have come. It wasn't just the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, which that was the new thing then. Because Jesus was coming in and he was bringing the kingdom. That's God's way of doing things. There's new things. There's new things. I don't know what that is for your, your life and how you can begin to experience those new things. But I want you to experience those new things. Angela, if I could have you come play. I want you to begin to experience those new things. You know... Technology is changing. We've talked about that. We've talked about new things happening in people's lives that all of a sudden there was pain and hurt that all of a sudden God is beginning to heal. Are you with me? There are things that you've had in your life that your past has held you from moving to your future or even held you back in your, in your present right now. That God's saying, put that away. You know, when I look at this scripture and he says, you're a new creature. Say new creature. He said, I'm supposed to be different. I'm supposed to be new. I'm, I'm supposed to be that way. You ever, ladies, you love the smell of a newborn baby. Man, I love the smell of the newborn babies. Man, especially after diapers been changed. I'm just saying. 
after they've been changed. And then you're holding that baby, and that baby smells like, you know, like, you know, the lotion that that baby has. And it's just like, this is a newborn baby. This is just nothing like a newborn baby. You just know it's a newborn baby. That's a new thing. How about if God saw you that way? How about if God didn't look at your mess, but you realized that God was looking at you as a newborn baby? Do you know Paul says it this way? He says, I don't look at anybody in the flesh, but I look at the spirit. And if my spirit is a new creature, my spirit is a new being. I've got to put some of the old Eric away. In fact, he's dead and gone. That's a whole for another message. And a lot of times we allow that to be resurrected, which is not really resurrected. It's just your soulish nature wanting what it wants. But it comes down to that. those things to say the new has come. Are you ready to step into the new? Because you guys have a choice today. You cannot. You can stay where you're at. Will God love you? Absolutely. His love's not going to change. He's going to have the same amount of love. Even before you were born again and you got born again, he still loves you. That's how dad is. That's how our father is. But I think our Father wants us to begin to step into that new thing today. Step into that new thing today. What is it that's been holding you back this morning? What is it that you've, you may be longing for that maybe God's saying, let that go and step into what he has for you? Maybe you're just like, well, I kind of enjoy the old. I like my old recliner. Yeah, it's comfortable, but why don't you sit it in a new way? You know, upside down or something. I don't know. Because a lot of times it's our attitude. Shelly was sharing with me, and I think she shared with you guys a while back about something that had happened, and her attitude was not good. And then the next morning, the situation did not change, but she had a different attitude towards that situation And it changed the situation. Come on, somebody. What are some things that you're saying, okay, I'm ready to step into that new. One of the things that we talked about when Egypt came out, when, excuse me, Israel came out of Egypt, that they had to get out of the bondage. Then they spent years, 40 years running around the desert trying to learn the ways of God. And then those things had to pass away. The old has to pass away before they, the new could enter into the promised land. God has a promised land for you to enter into. Are you ready to take it? Are you ready to step into it? And you've got to think about it for a little while. And you've got to analyze it for a little while. And you've got to say, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. You know why? Because it's uncomfortable. It's the unknown that we're afraid of. I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I'm here to tell you, God wants you to start some businesses. God wants you to step out in a new, fresh way. God's got provision for some of you guys, and you're just going, I don't know, I don't know. There is some inventions and some ideas that God is giving you people, you people. Inventions and ideas that you learn how to patent it. God is wanting to change all things new. Not just your financial position, but he's also wanting to make adjustments within your life. I 
I know this is kind of worldly. Conor McGregor, the Ireland, the Ireland boxer. Mark and Cynthia are going to be back next week. But I was telling Mark, I said, I watched him say something, and what he said was $100 million. $100 million. I'm not doing this fight for $30 million. I'm not doing this fight for $60 million. I'm doing this fight for $100 million. Now, listen to what he said. He said, in a moment, my life's going to change. Now, as a Christian, I'm going, in a moment. I don't know if he's born again or not. That's that's I leave that to God. But in a moment, he caught it that in a moment my life will change. His financial position in his life will change. Amen. But in a moment our life will change. In a moment our life will change. I'm not going to go into a teaching this morning. But on Fortune 500 companies years ago, 10 years ago, there were zero Christian business owners that now there's eight on the list, eight on the list that are believers and followers of Jesus Christ. We want to take a mountain. We're going to have to get involved in what God wants us to be involved in. Amen. We're going to have to step out and do what it is that God's called us to do. Brian, you have an invention. You have an invention. I can't help you patent it. I can't help you license it. You have an invention. You got more. I mean, you're just, you're just like, it's like the Lord is just showing me blueprints of stuff that you have in your mind. I don't know. Maybe you have them physically. Am I off base here? He's wanting those developed. He's wanting those developed. Begin to develop those. Guys, today, we're in a new place. We're in a new era. You can minister to other people at work, at home, your wife, your family, your children. Don't quit. Don't give up. You can minister to them. Love on them. Be present with the Lord, and he'll give you those ideas. Will you stand to your feet today? If you're here and you're just saying, you know what? I'm ready for the new. We've had some other invitations on surrendering things to the Lord but if you're ready for the new and you're you know sometimes you've got to be fed up with where you're at in order to do something different if you always do what you've always done you'll always get what you always got so in order to have something different you're going to have to do something different can I get an amen to that today you're going to have to do something different I want to I want to pray for you I want to pray for you I'm not going to ask you to the altar this morning right now for this prayer but if that's you and you're maybe you've been stifled or maybe you've not sure if you could step into the new and like the prophetic words that came forth that we just don't know how. If that's you, I just want you to hold your hand up to me because I'm holding my hand up because I don't know about this new and I want this new to be involved in the church. I, we, we've been a church that has been different church, but we're going to still be a different church. So if you, you you're just. You're OK, I see the hands. See the hand. I want to pray for you. I don't know how to tell you to step into it, but except for to believe God. And I pray that you begin to believe God farther than you can see. 
farther than your mind can comprehend, even even farther. And I know some of you guys can get out there. You know, you you, you got amazing imaginations and you can see amazing things and God's doing some amazing things, but even go farther. Some of you, and I mean, in Ezekiel, I think it talks about the water. Some of you may be ankle deep and it's time to go knee deep. Some of you may be knee deep and it's time to go waist deep. Some of you may be waist deep and it's time to just get on in there. Just, just, just dive on in. Just dive on in. I declare over your life today that, that you're going to begin to see things in a new way. Fresh way. Fresh, fresh, fresh. I call forth a freshness. I call forth a freshness on your life. I call forth a freshness on your attitude. I call forth a freshness in, in your words, in your way, in your will, and just a freshness to come forth. I call forth a, a freshness. I, I, I smell the, the, the aroma from heaven. I smell, and I can, I can smell bread. I smell fresh bread, and I can smell when the butter is put on there. I, I see the freshness that's beginning to take place in your lives. I, I begin to see the freshness. There's freshness there. There's freshness there. There's freshness there. It's going to step in even greater. Some of you just got to buy a different pair of shoes and say, okay, they fit better. I've been, I've been, I've been trying to get the most I could out of there. You're like me. You've already squeezed. I, I got a $100 pair of shoes, and I've already squeezed about 800 bucks out of that pair of shoes. As, you know, I, I continue to wear them and 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 wear them. And, and, and God says there's just some freshness there. I declare some freshness in your life. Fresh, fresh. I want you to say it. I just want you to begin to start saying fresh, fresh. Just some freshness that's there. A freshness that's there. A newness. That new word is the same as fresh right now in Jesus' name. And I declare over your life right now, I declare that there is new things that you can begin to look farther. You begin to look past those things. There's hurt and pains of your past. God says just begin to look past them. Just look past them. Don't even, don't even put them in the side view, rear view mirror. Just move past them. He's got something new for you. Now, I'm going to pray for each and every one of you. Just put your hand on your heart. This morning, I'm asking the Lord to give you some fresh manna. Fresh manna. Fresh manna. I'm not talking about physical bread coming down out of heaven. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that'll, that'll, that'll satisfy your soul. And it'll come from the throne room of God to do that. And that you'll begin to walk in that. And I pray this in Jesus' name. I pray this in Jesus' name. Everybody look at me just a moment. There's some things that you have to walk out. I wish I could walk them out for you, but you're going to have to walk them out. There's some opportunities that you're going to have to make a decision of whether you step into that opportunity or don't. But understand that God is with you. Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you, Lord. Virginia, if you'll come minister also, please. Thank you, Lord. We're going to have a time of prayer. I'm going to close and dismiss, and I'm going to have the prayer teams. If you guys will come on up, there's some that may need prayer today. We always will pray for you, always give you the opportunity for us to be able to pray for you. I'll give you an encouragement and some scripture and maybe even a next step of what it is that you need to do. But I'm going to I'm going to say a short prayer, dismiss you, and you guys go forth in the new things of God. Say new things. It's a new thing. You're going to have to get a hold of this. So Father, I bless you as you go forth today in his power and his might in Jesus name.
And everybody said amen. Let's give the Lord a mighty shout of praise.